Dzogchen Today Podcast. Hi everybody. Hello. Hello. Welcome to this um, Dzogchen Today Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Thank you for being here for the second episode of What is Dzogchen? And today we are going to talk about the evolution of Dzogchen. Wow, great topic. Mm -hmm. Yes, with Mila Kinsey Rinpoche. Hello. And Gregor Longway. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thanks to you. So let's start with the first question. So when we talk about evolution for the Dzogchen, what is actually it about? Uh, so, um, first of all, we can say that uh, Dzogchen is a living tradition. So a uh, living tradition in the Dzogchen means that there is a living link from the origin to now. And uh, this link um, develop in a different way uh, during different periods uh, mm -hmm. of time, historical periods. Mm -hmm. um, so this evolution um, is about uh, the historical periods and the adaptation of uh, the Dzogchen teachings due to uh, the, 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 the change of conditions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the Dzogchen in the origin, we, we know that it was a, a really individual practice, uh, a really, um, uh, you can even say a secret practice, uh, just given from an, an individual to another one. And then uh, with the spreading of the, the teachings and with the evolution, um, uh, for example, the, uh, the, the coming uh, of, the of the teachings from, uh, to Tibet from India, um, it already changed a bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is evolution mm -hmm. uh, along the way. Yeah. And just to be very clear, evolution does not mean changement. It's like it's not the tradition change in its substance. What is transmitted remains the same. Yeah, exactly. We will talk okay. about that later. I understand. Mm. So I understand it's something very adaptive, adapt that adapts exactly. for the needs of yeah. the individual. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it always evaluates and fits the need of the people right now in any conditions. Okay. Yes. And in any period. As well. Any period. Mm -hmm. So the sense remain, but the, the, the form may change. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. This is the, the main point, actually, of the, the Dzogchen. Mm -hmm. uh, it means that uh, the, the essence, uh, the grounds, uh, the basics of the Dzogchen um, are maintained uh, through the history and, and the forms uh, that... Um, that are the, the vehicle of the, this essence uh, just evolve, uh, you know, uh, along the way mm -hmm. uh, through uh, different periods. Okay, wonderful. So it's a big trend, if we can say, of abduction. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just for instance, if we were like reading or receiving things from Tibetan language, for instance, basically we will not understand it. So we have to adapt the language mm. first. Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand that. So what is the origin, actually, of the Dzogchen? Well, um, we say there is two different origins. There is, a, uh, there is a, still a one living tradition, which is called the, the Bun tradition, mm. uh, coming uh, also from Tibet, uh, which is, um, according to the Tibetan tradition, the most ancient. So we are talking about the 2000 BC. Uh, it's like uh, four millennia from from here, mm -hmm. uh, and it's um, 
Um, it's uh, it's uh, I I don't know how to put that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's a more uh, vernacular. Uh, tradition, you know, coming from Tibet and so on, and then there is a uh, there is a more modern tradition, mm-hmm. uh, which is traced back um, the, from the first to the second century AD uh, after death, and then um, this tradition is uh, hosted uh, by Tibetan Buddhism and uh, in a special uh, specific school which is called Nyingmapa, the ancient school. Mm-hmm. So these two traditions are the main tradition for the, the Tibetan world, are the main traditions uh, yeah. that are holding the, the Dzogchen teachings. Okay. Although dates are not very precise, yes. <laughs> here in the West we are very used to uh, Chinese uh, world too, but let's say dates are maybe not extremely important to practice the tradition. Basically, because when we talk about the origin, origin is not necessarily in space and time. That's something we'll uh, figure out later, maybe. Oh, yeah, because that sounds a bit weird for us. Yeah. Yes. It means that this origin is always present, ever present. To practice the Dzogchen, you have to be connected to the origin. And the origin is not only people in the past. It's not only all people who live in the past somewhere else in the world. It's the origin of the reality. And this, yeah, we are not used to understand that anymore, but it's like to be connected to what's beyond what we are used to feel, to touch. That's this tangible world mm. came into this tangible world, came something that is Dzogchen, and that's the real origin of Dzogchen. Okay, so I understand that there is a, a kind of tangible um, time frame yeah. that yeah. Uh, would be uh, the historical masters mm. and the apparition mm. of mm. the historical masters exactly. and then an intangible yes. yeah. time. Uh, time. Which is, uh, you know, just to sum up in the Dzogchen tradition, this intangible time is the time of the mind. Mm-hmm. But we will see that. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very interesting to to develop that in, yes. in further in next episodes. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so That's a secret. <laughs> So what are actually the main historical milestones of Dokshen since we were talking about tangible time frame? Mm. Uh, so as we said just before, um, if you just uh, stick, and uh, actually this is uh, from my tradition, so I can just talk about my tradition, which is the Nyingma, mm-hmm. uh, Nyingmapa tradition. Uh, I am not talking about the Bun tradition mm-hmm. here. Um, the the main um, events uh, in the, in this Dzogchen evolution is um, uh, from the the first time, so the the first to the second century AD, uh, to the um, uh, to the seventh to the eighth century. Um, this is uh, um, what we call the first period of uh, mm. of Dzogchen teaching spreading. Um, and usually, this uh, this tradition is uh, is what we call a close one. So, as I mm-hmm. said, uh, usually it's uh, given from one master, uh, one teacher to just one student or uh, just a few students. Okay, so it's kind of secret. Yes, it's mm-hmm. kind of really uh, close. Um, yeah, really local uh, okay. local transmission, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this um, this takes place in the in the northern part. Uh, actually in the northwestern part of uh, India. Mm. And then um, we know around the 7th uh, to the 8th 
more uh, more accurately uh, during the 8th century uh, that um, either way some Indian masters came to Tibet and some uh, uh, Tibetan translators uh, students came to the mm -hmm. to India to receive the, the teachings mm. so we talk about oral tradition it's transmitted to one master to the teacher who to a student who transmitted to his own student and it's the direct and linear constant transmission through and, the mouth and this is called the lineage yes in, in the Dachshund tradition okay so at that time it was not supposed to be very public no no not at all so it's not a wide audience no there are no podcasts about it no <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not uh, the thing that we uh, you know we we are just having these days uh, for example when the, the His Holiness the Dalai Lama comes to the West for mm -hmm. example and there is 1000 people mm -hmm. no it wasn't exactly uh, like this it was more than you know uh, one um, uh, one really well known teacher who came from uh, the Swat uh, from uh, uh, India to Tibet uh, which is um, uh, one of the main master for the Tibetan tradition mm -hmm. uh, Padmasambhava, Guru Rinpoche, mm -hmm. when he came to uh, to Tibet, he had, the tradition says that he had 25 disciples and, mm. and that's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and then um, this was the second, um, the second main period for mm. Dzogchen. Uh, uh, from the, the 8th century, it spread up to uh, the, the, the 13th to the 14th century mm -hmm. and this was also another evolution mm -hmm. uh, with, within the Dzogchen tradition and uh, this time uh, during the 14th century um, there appeared uh, one one important teacher for the Dzogchen mm -hmm. and his name is Longchenpa Longchen Rabjampa um, who really spread uh, the uh, it was the, the first um, writing Uh, writing, um, how can I say, mm -hmm. communication of Dzogchen, mm. uh, to, to put it simple. Um, and then uh, there was also a, a really um, a really important um, tradition within the Dzogchen tradition, mm -hmm. which is called Terma. Uh, Terma, they are um, hidden, uh, hidden teachings that um, that some uh, masters um, for from the the, the future periods um, rediscovered and uh, retaught from the time uh, coming from the time of Panama Samava in the 8th century mm -hmm. so this is also a bit uh, specific mm -hmm. yeah and maybe before going on that we can say that in the 14th century so you talk about Lonchempa There is one way to see that at that point, let's say what we used to call now Tibetan Buddhism and what we are called Dzogchen really melt and became one in a way. Yes. And that's how it really spread in the Tibetan world. And nowadays when the Tibetan teacher came in the West, when they teach like Dzogchen and Tibetan Buddhism are really intertwined. It's like impossible to distinguish. Hmm. But at that time, yeah, a really, really big job has been done by this incredible master, Longchenpa, and that's yes. him maybe who brought them together. And with the Therma tradition, we see even deeper and deeper interconnection between Tibetan Buddhism and Dzogchen. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And you, you can find some really uh, important names like Karmalingpa, exactly. uh, like, uh, like Lera Tibetan Lingpa. Book of Living and Dying. Yes, exactly. So uh, a lot of new teachings, uh, new teachings in the form, not in the essence as we said mm -hmm. uh, just uh, just 
appeared from that time. Yeah. And then uh, the, the next evolution in the line is, is uh, really close to us. It's coming from the 18th to the 19th century and 20th century, mm -hmm. uh, which is the, the rediscovery of uh, really important teachings for our period, like mm. the long genetic. We will talk maybe mm. a yeah. bit later about that. Uh, the Dujum, Tersar, and so on. So um, all these are terma, that's it. Yeah, and, and this is uh, the most interesting part because our time, our period is more uh, uh, dedicated to the terma than the the original tradition, which mm -hmm. is called in Tibetan kama, kama coming from the mouth, the oral tradition. And that's really part of the evolution. When we talk about the evolution of Dzogchen, precisely the terma tradition, the terma teaching, help really giving like fresh mm. new. Mm. teaching for the actual condition for nowadays and and according to the to the needs of, to the, needs the, of beings, the beings uh, during uh, each period and so uh, nowadays we uh, also um, know a lot of uh, teachings uh, who are rediscovered that way uh, uh, really important mm -hmm. teachings nowadays especially for us westerners uh, came from uh, uh, a really important teacher um, who just passed away uh, not long ago, 2016. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, 16? No, uh, maybe a bit later. Uh, anyway, um, he rediscovered Therma, uh, mm -hmm. that is spread uh, everywhere in the West and even in uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, his name was Namkai Norbur in British. And a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, adaptation uh, of this time uh, you know, comes from uh, mm -hmm. his example. Mm -hmm. So this is really important nowadays. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there is a lot of uh, projects uh, as mm -hmm. well uh, trying to adapt the Dzogchen tradition to our current mm -hmm. needs. Mm -hmm. And this is also Dzogchen today. I think. Yeah, and if you're interested into how does that work a little bit, like on a surface level, there are books even on and from Dzogchen Nankamu Rinpoche. Mm who is a bit describing his type of vision and dream receiving mm. what we call terma. Yeah, because that may sound again a bit exotic yeah. for us, <laughs> but uh, again, as we said before, so it will be very interesting to probably to know yeah. more about mm. termas and how it's, you know, this freshness you were talking mm -hmm. about, how it, it can really... Uh, be beneficial for for yeah. our needs and how today. it works and how it's it works. very strange <laughs> it is <laughs> so i understand another doctrine secret <laughs> yes lots of secrets yeah. so i understand that there were um different period of time that uh was uh, dedicated to specific audience and as the 14th century it started to to spread, spread. but also mm -hmm. to get um mixed with uh, Buddhism, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And so where has Dzogchen come to today uh, in regards with, with that? Uh, it's, um, it's exactly the same, actually. Uh, Dzogchen has to, uh, to answer, uh, you know, our current uh, needs and struggling and so on. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, the, the main point uh, of the adaptation of Dzogchen today is, first of all, uh, to match our uh, mindsets because mm -hmm. the Western mindset is really different from mm. the Tibetan yeah. one and even the, the Indian one. Definitely, yeah. Mm. So uh, the Dzogchen who were, uh, you know, made 
for Tibetans or for Indians uh, have to uh, evolve mm-hmm. to uh, to really match our needs mm-hmm. and match uh, the way we think. So this is the actual evolution. Uh, mm-hmm. Nowadays, there is uh, new teachings, adaptation of teachings for us Westerners. And actually, this is uh, one of the main points today. Because today we can see that there are lots of suffering, yeah. mental suffering, yeah. uh, probably that was not existing at that time. Yeah, like, internet. Uh, mm-hmm. Internet, everything goes very fast. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we are stressed. We are very stressed. We are running out of time yeah. and lots of depression, burnout. So would deduction uh, address this kind of suffering? Um, Actually, tell us a bit more about that. Sure, mm. you know, Dzogchen is all about um, answering the the suffering uh, problematics. Mm. So uh, this is what we call the relative answer. There is an ultimate answer, but this ultimate answer is is uh, first of all, it's um, in the end. So when mm-hmm. you reach the result of the great perfection, uh, so. We will talk about that later, mm-hmm. but the, the relative answers are decreasing suffering. Yeah. And that's what most people come to this type of tradition first, usually. Mm-hmm. They want to reduce stress, mm-hmm. want to reduce their thoughts, mm-hmm. their uh, emotional the suffering. Yeah. yeah, that's often the starting point. It's a very good starting point. Then things get built little by little. I think we started. Uh, yeah, of everyone, course. Yeah, everyone started yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you have to address that first. Yeah. But uh, in you know just to address that, Dzogchen really emphasizes the fact that you have to recognize what is going on in you. First of all, so like being very so present, yeah, yeah and, to and observe, be, to and analyze, being very clear, aware, and exactly. clear, yeah, yeah. Uh, about what is you know what is popping up mm-hmm. in, in you mm-hmm. in your experience, mm-hmm. why there is this sensation that is like oh this is <gasps> so heavy, uh, yeah, my heart and so on. Yeah. yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, to recognize the characteristic or the qualities of what's happening to you, like if you are, have sadness, if it's stress, if it's a lot of strong emotion. First, you have maybe to meet them. Mm-hmm. Not to run away, but first to face, to give so, them some space mm-hmm. and to meet with them and then to understand how they work. So first be, to be clear, to, to be get clear. clarity yeah. on, to be on our condition. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And to do not remain in confusion mm-hmm. yeah. because confusion leads to suffering. And this is the, the main, uh, the main, how can you say, message of, mm. uh, of Dzogchen. Mm. It, it means that if you get... Uh, out of confusion if you get away from confusion then then you will reduce yeah. your suffering mm. and for that i guess you have to be honest with oneself you have mm. to be authentic okay. to recognize what's happening mm. to you you don't have mm. to lie mm. to yourself mm. and to mm. say you want to reach this or reach that but no, no you have to know the ground what's your starting point so that's very interesting are. because again it comes back to a kind of simplicity actually of not exactly. looking for something outside but being very present to exactly what's yeah. And this, this is the, the main point of Dzogchen. You know, nowadays uh, we all the time try to find outer um, solutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these outer solutions never end our inner suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the main point of Dzogchen is to address the inner suffering mm-hmm. in an inner way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as your action in the world um, is really uh, rooted to your own state, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Then when you just address your own state, you address the state of the world. Mm -hmm. It means that if you find yourself solution, yeah. you can give solutions to everyone else. Okay, so I understand that's a very nice conclusion of, yeah. of working on first on ourselves mm -hmm. to be able to to for the common good good yeah, yeah exactly starting exactly. with oneself for okay, the common good. and and everything about Dzogchen today is about that mm -hmm. it's a bit commercial but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> so we'll know more probably about what is the Dzogchen today project mm -hmm. related with the our common our yeah. own good and the yeah. common good yeah of exactly course. okay it's, wonderful it's the the heart of the project And we'll come back to you soon. Sure. Wonderful. Thank you so much for... <laughs> Thanks for to you. Thank you very much. And see you in the next episode. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.